0: I just got home from dropping the boys at school and then dropping Noe off for her first day. There were no tears in sight. And I'm like, I just wish there was a little, you know, camera that I could just be watching to make sure. I mean, she's in great hands. If you listen to the last message, that's when I shared that I literally, we just... Popped a squat in the classroom and hung out for hours and hung out with her teachers last week during the meet the teacher windows of time. So I think that was a huge help. I know it was for me, but I think it was for her, too. It was so great to go see familiar faces this morning. And anyway, the real test is day two when we go back in a couple days. So we'll see. But either way, I'm having a Kevin, what's his name, home alone moment where I'm like, "Ah, what do I do? What do I want to do with my time? So I just wrote out a plan of how I would love to spend my day for the next several hours that I get to be by myself. It is such a luxury and I am not taking it for granted. And I decided my first thing is like once people are out of my house and by people, I mean my roommates, by roommates, I mean my beloved family members, husband and children, once they're out, it's like, I really love to kind of reset the space. I don't know if you're into human design, but apparently my, my life path purpose numbers it has to do with rulership and specifically like home domain like my space and i didn't know that of course until the last couple of years and i'm sure there's a lot more meanings and ways to interpret it but i do love having a clear space. So as soon as they're out, I'm like, okay, let me sweep, let me tidy, let me get that clutter pile. And I know that that could be con- seen as procrastinating, procrastinating, cleaning, but I actually really enjoy it. So I'm doing that while I'm listening to inspiring audios, which is what inspired me to leave this audio for you because it's very silly what I'm about to say and propose, but I hope that you'll try it and I hope that we both remember it what I'm about to say. So I was listening to this inspiring audio by someone who has an accent that's different than my own. And in my mind, I can speak her accent very clearly. You know, I used to love doing accents when I was little. There was a Disney Channel show that was something about a little guy who had lost his parents. And he said, Bubby, have you got no mom and dad like me? And I used to love being the entertainer, youngest in the fam trying different accents and things so this is something in my mind i think it also has to do with communication stylist word nerd languages and whatever and so i'm fascinated by just the different ways that we speak and that words fall out of our mouths and things so as i'm listening to this audio i'm like let me try and see in my mind i can nail this accent i can sound exactly like this i can say the words or i have lots of friends from australia and colleagues and things and there's different, I know Australian accents, they're not all the same, just like there's not one American accent. And so anyway, I tried to say it as I'm sweeping, this is what a dork I am. So I'm like sweeping around my kitchen with my earbud in my ear, and I'm literally just mimicking this accent, but it is not coming out. It doesn't sound like it sounds in my head when I'm actually trying to speak it. And this also could be with Spanish for example comprenderlo mejor que hablarlo i understand it better than i can speak it or i can read it especially and understand it so much better in writing than actually speaking it this case in point when i studied abroad in chile in the summer of 2005 in mi mamasita chilena when i finally wrote a letter she was like oh my gosh like we can actually communicate because i thought i was going into this you know, and I was really gonna get it and be able to speak and relate and connect. But there I'm I'm muchos chilenismos, there are these sayings in Chile that they don't necessarily have in Mexico, which is where I learned a lot of my Spanish. I mean from school, but then also like practical conversation with, you know, on trips in Mexico, that's where I really got to practice growing up. And so when I got to Chile, I was like, oh wow, <clears throat> I actually don't know it. I do not. I do not I do not know it, but I can write it, for example. So it's like in my mind I felt more confident, like, yeah, yeah, I got this. And then it's like, okay, but yeah, do you really? Because I felt like the little family mascota, like the pet, because I just would say, mm-hmm, see, si, mm-hmm. And just nod my head. But if I could have more time to process it and communicate it, like I said, in writing and eventually with my actual mouth, then it was okay. But the point is why I'm bringing this up is how often do you think like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I got this, I got this, but you're not actually putting it into practice outside of your head, so do you really have it? So the challenge for you on one silly level is to pick an accent, whether it's like your favorite show or someone whose podcast that you listen to, and they have a different accent that's actually very distinct to your ear, and it comes across as that is a different way of speaking. try it. (laughs) See, see if you nail it. I really am curious if you do this, if you do this, I just think it's funny. First of all, you can make yourself laugh and maybe your kids or whoever's in the room. So try the accent. And this is just a metaphor for you taking action and doing the thing to get out of your head instead of thinking about it. And you're like, well, yeah, I know, I know I could do that. And you're taking it for granted because it's in your thought life. I'm asking you to get this literally out of your head if you're actually speaking it, for example. you know These sound waves are coming out of my mouth instead of me thinking I know how to nail this accent. I'm actually saying it and proving to myself, hang on a second, I could actually put this into practice and refine it a bit so maybe I don't actually know it, as well as I think I know it if I'm not actually acting on it. There's that quote, to know and not do is not to know. And then there are other quotes that I probably I wrote down somewhere because this is a thing for me. It's like I have so much in my brain and I'm like, yeah, I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. But if you're not actually taking the action, you're kind of just fooling yourself. Right. The whole. Yeah. okay. I hope you're picking up what I'm putting down. But I just was making myself laugh in the kitchen by myself being a weirdo in my first hour solo of the day and i just thought one it's a really funny thing to try anyway because there are these accents that you're listening to maybe for me you're listening to me and and i have a very different way of speaking than you do so i don't know i don't know what my accent would be labeled as cuz again even in texas there's so many even in houston there's so many different ways of speaking so all that to say one try the accent australian english american pick your dialect regional whatever it is, try it. Or if there's a language, another language that you speak and you're in your head with it, you're so fluent and so conversational. Pero en práctica I room for improvement. <laughs> I'm forgetting the words for improvement. I oportunidades para practicar and to grow and to become better at communicating it and demonstrating your knowledge. This also reminds me of a story of whenever I first went skiing. I, I haven't actually been skiing that many times in my life, but it was a very concentrated time. Actually, I did go skiing in Chile in the Andes Mountains. And, you know, person that I am all day, I was like, you guys, we're in the Andes Mountains. You know, when my family and I would go to Luby's cafeteria after church on Sundays, they would always have the little Andes candies, the chocolate mint candies. I'm not actually a fan of mint and chocolate together. But nonetheless, they were a staple growing up to see them, the Andes. And I'm like, we are on the wrapper. We are above the tree line. We are in these mountains. This is amazing. So actually, this links in multiple ways to what I'm live streaming consciousness here. Um, But when I went skiing the first time and then when I went skiing the second time, it was back to back. I went like on a youth group trip without my family one month. And then literally the next month, my family and I were there with family friends skiing. And I was so terrified the first time that I went skiing that I literally had to be rescued by a snowmobile, and <laughs> like ride down. Cause it just really got to me mentally. I was like, once I start rolling, what is there to stop me? Have you ever had that thought? Have you ever been skiing? I mean, it's a lot, it's a mental game. It's very physical, but the mental really got me the first time. However, the second time I had two of my sisters with me and they had never been, and they were scared out of their minds. And so I pretended like, I knew what I was doing so that I could help teach them. And so that's my point here is that when you're actually out of your head, because you have to be, because you're in practice and you're actually doing it, you're talking about it, it's literally out of your head, whether it's a vo- something as simple as a voice and you're actually speaking something through sound waves, whether it's a motor skill and it's actually something that you're physically doing instead of thinking about it, or whether it's an offer that you you've been taking for granted in your mind and your thought life, and you're like, "Yeah, of course I could create this and I could launch this and I could price it at this, but you haven't actually done it. Give it a chance to exist outside your brain so that you can develop confidence and more comfort and more fluency with that thing. You know what I'm saying? My phone's buzzing. So I hope that makes sense to you, because it's really resonating for me <laughs> as I get out of my own head. Not just to practice accents alone in my kitchen, but to actually step back into business after my, I mean, in some ways it's been like a five-year sabbatical, but definitely through Noe's life, hosting this group experience for the first time in a long time, I mean in years. So I'm going to be, you know, Bambi, Wobbly Legs. On the ice but that's the only way we build that muscle strength and that we rebuild our balance and we can rebuild our presence and everything it's like get out of your head and actually try the thing because in your head you can be cocky as all get out like yeah 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 but what builds real and true confidence is knowing and actually embodying it and actually doing the thing not just talking about it not just thinking about it but actually doing the thing and so as that relates to the group experience that I mentioned in my last episode, if you're listening to this in real time in August 2022, if there is something and you have really been in your head about it for a while and you want to bring it to life in great company with consistent regular community and support, I would love to help you get it out of your head and into the world so that you can learn, like actually interact with this idea, bring it to life, see how it goes, help other people have something that they can engage with and react to because that's what we need. We need that feedback loop, even if it's just your own ears listening to your silly sound waves in your kitchen. Okay, I hope that resonates with you. I, like I said, I would love to hear how the experiment goes with you, whether it's accents and or actual actions that mean something to you. And it's time to bring them to life. Every day is precious. No day is guaranteed. So do your thing and see what happens. All right. You know where the link is to the comment box. Hit it in the description and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Technically that was the end of the episode, but since you're still here, one, I'd love to thank you for spending part of your day with me. And two, I'd love to ask you if you would take 30 seconds, maybe 60 to leave a rating and review in your podcast app before you tap out today. If you've already done that, it's amazing. Please send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally and know that sharing this episode with a friend has the same magical powers and I deeply appreciate both. Also, in case you're listening to the end to see if I ever actually introduce myself, hi, my name is Nikki Brown. I'm the host and author of Naptime Empires and this here on Her Terms podcast. You can find me around the internet at Nikki Brown in most places, but what you may appreciate most is actually over at onherterms.com. It's what I call the insider library where you can get inside scoop, first listen rights, email updates every time there's a new episode, and then special insider-only bonus content. It's all over in our private feed. Okay, that's a wrap for real. I'll meet you in the next episode.